Welcome to part one of Autism Moms Roundtable on the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. Hello and uh, welcome back to BioNexus Health Podcast's Autism Uprooted. Today we have another uh, unique podcast for um, everyone. We are speaking to um, uh, parents of uh, special needs children, and we have uh, uh, a number of participants that have joined already, and there will be more joining as we uh, as we proceed with uh, today's webinar. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, today's webinar is going to be about uh, diet. And it's uh, not really a webinar, it's more like a Q&A session. So I would encourage uh, anyone that has any kind of diet questions to please um, ask their questions. But first, um, if, some, if everyone can give us uh, a really brief, you know, a five second introduction, please. The first person I see here is Nisa. Nisa, would you like to start? Yes. Um, I'm a mother of a seven and a half year old uh, boy who is on the spectrum. He's um, severely autistic. Um, we have been given the diagnosis of pan, slime, and um, uh, mold. And um, he's on the protocol from the last five months. And he's doing well. Uh, but we have some concerns about diet and uh, his uh, intolerances of um, okay. different diets. Okay, very good. Uh, how who who would like to go next? How about Imran? Okay, uh, hello, doctor. How are you? My name is Imran Ali Abbas, and I'm from Islamabad, and I'm a father of a, a two, 10 years old daughter, and she is on spectrum, and uh, we are on the uh, protocol for the last ten days. Ten days. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about Hajra? Uh, I'm a mother of six-year-old uh, boy who is on spectrum named Osija. And uh, we are on the uh, protocol from, uh, from the last eight months. Awesome. Thank you. Um, let's, let's go to Nobia. Nobia. All right, what about uh, Sandila or Usman? Hi, how are you? I'm good, Sandila, how are you? I'm fine, Alhamdulillah. Uh, yes, uh, my daughter is on a spectrum. She is five and a half years old and we are on the protocol since five to six months. Okay. And uh, we are trying to build up the protocols fully because she has, uh, as uh, ma'am knows, uh, quite sensitive and has quite... Uh, um, many issues going off and on like this. So just hope for this that soon we will build up the protocol. Okay, wonderful. Uh, let's move on to Usman. Usman? Hi. I have uh, my wife, Tajila, with me as well. And oh, we have Humble, uh, who is around. Uh, Usman, sorry, we cannot see you. Yeah, sure. Now you can see, I think. Uh, uh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, so we can on. Okay. Our video is on. And uh, can oh, you hear yes, us by the way? Yes. 
Hi, Sajila. Yeah, so we have uh, Humble who is three years old and we have now fully built the protocol as we talk now. And uh, also we have seen some gains in last two to three months, which we can explain later on as required. Okay, wonderful. All right, so, uh, well, thank you for that. Now, uh, Novia is saying that we are not able to hear her. Uh, uh, Novia, that is because you have your microphone turned off. So if you would like to turn your microphone and camera on, Novia. Uh, let's see. Yeah, because Novia is on mute. We are not able to hear her. And Novia is from Australia, so it must be um, pretty late there. Well, so Novia, if, if your microphone is still on mute, we won't be able to hear your questions either. Can you try to unmute? I hope she can hear us. Uh, hi, hi everyone. Sorry. Nobia? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, yes, now I can hear you, but uh, we cannot see you. Oh, okay. So, yeah, as I said in the message, so I'm from Australia and like my son is four and a half, nearly four and a half. And we are on the protocol for last like almost three months and he's, he's doing well. Oh, good to hear. Okay, very yeah. good. Welcome. I see. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I see that Benny has joined us. Benny. Yeah. Hi. Hi, everyone. Sorry, I'm late. Uh, yeah, it's Benny. Uh, I'm at the moment at Lahore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, Benazir, your son has been on, on the protocol for almost a year now. Ah, is that him? Yeah, more than a year now. Yeah. More than a year? <laughs> yeah. So cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, um, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for anyone else who wishes to join, but I'm happy to get started. You know, this is actually for you if there is any questions uh, on diet, I'm happy to answer today. And, and you know, as you all know, this will be released uh, depending on the length of today's uh, meeting. It will be released on YouTube. Of course, everyone will, uh, will get a link as well. And um, so let's get started. You know, it, it must be really cold there. So uh, over here, you know, diet doesn't really change with the, with the seasons. It actually should, right? So, uh, you know, depending on, on what's in season, I guess in a way it does change over here. It is best to eat what's in season, but even, even in the middle of winter, you know, sometimes people want to eat mangoes. So that's, that's just uh, uh, interesting. But yes, who, who wants to go with the first question? Usman, all right, Usman, uh, Usman has raised his hand. So the floor is yours, Usman, please proceed. Yeah, sure. Uh, so a couple of things uh, we want to know. Um, so in a couple of discussions with you, uh, so you emphasized a lot about your personal experience on how natural diet can actually help, a good diet can help. 
so we want to know that what natural diet especially which uh, toddlers or kids can take like fruits and vegetables can actually help uh, a lot uh, on this cause uh, and our second question is that uh, so we have a lot of uh, diet restrictions like gfcf diet so how long this is uh, going to take to uh, come to sort of normal diet so two okay. questions all right so if i understand correctly your first question was uh, even for young children uh, is the natural diet beneficial and your um, second question was how long would a special needs child uh, or you know sometimes a, a child on the spectrum or child with pans pandas lyme disease uh, biotoxin illness how long will they need to stay on GFCF, which is gluten-free and casein-free diet, correct? True, true, that's it. All right, very good. So the first question I will answer first, um, natural diet is uh, highly beneficial for everyone in the family, not just for the child. You know, it is a, a very easy way uh, when when you decide to have children and and um, you, you know even during pregnancy as well, it is best to just kind of change the eating habits of um, of the family. So if if you are living um, with your joint family, extended family, you know elderly people will absolutely benefit from a completely natural, chemical free diet. Um, Anybody, pretty much, you know, it is, it's, it's a no-brainer that anybody eating healthy is going to benefit. So it is best to be organic as much as possible. But if it is not possible to be organic, then be sure to uh, wash all fruits and vegetables that are non-organic in a vegetable wash, right? It could be, uh, it, it could just be vinegar and water, uh, soak it in there for, for at least 15, 20 minutes and then wash it out. Um, next would be to um, try and eat um, as much in season as possible, as much local as possible. Do not eat any fast food. Maybe once a month is, is okay if, if you want to go to McDonald's, but if you guys have seen, look at the ingredients that you're eating, okay? And any kind of processed food which you purchase, it could be, you know, it could be crackers, biscuits, uh, chocolates, cakes, whatever, juices. Just look at the ingredients. If there are two to three ingredients, then that's fine. If they have to add like five million ingredients to create taste, then that is not uh, a, a good option for anybody. Okay, that, that's, that's a lot of toxins going in the body. Um, as far as formulas go, you know, for babies and toddlers, uh, when, when children are, uh, are born, it is best to start with breast milk. But if latching on is an issue or um, it, it is not possible to breastfeed, right? Uh, try and pump your breast milk and supplement uh, as much as you can. If you are using a formula, try to, try to see if you can make that organic. We have many options here in, in the, you know, in, in the US, but, you know, those of you who don't have options, it might uh, just, you know, because the reason why I'm mentioning organic formulas 
is because conventional formulas have been shown to have um, a, a lot of glyphosate and heavy metals and toxins in there. And, you know, children end up getting, uh, getting allergies and uh, GI issues, you know, gastrointestinal issues. So um, six months when, when you start introducing solid foods, once again, it's very simple, as much clean as possible. Minimum ingredients, you know, uh, uh, I like to make my own baby food. Many of my holistic parents like to do that as well, right? You, you make your own, um, own baby food, always home cooked as much as possible. It is best not to introduce them to sugar. Fruits and vegetables is okay, okay? But it is best not to introduce them to sugar. Now I've, I've had, um, you know, I have patients from all different kinds of cultures and I have a uh, couple two to three year olds that are actually drinking tea with sugar just to have something to dip into. So instead of tea, um, well, you know, what tea is okay as long as it is not like a real tea. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, with the, with the caffeine, because all uh, black tea leaves, which is regular tea, has, uh, has caffeine. If, if you need something to dip, uh, you could use almond milk, right? You can use warm almond, uh, almond milk. You can use warm, any other dairy-free milk. Coconut milk is an option. Uh, how about lentil soup? You know, I've, I've got many families, including myself. Um, I make uh, complete vegetable soup, which is liquid, right? Doesn't have, because all the vegetables are pureed. Uh, and I'll just have like, you know, one, one cup of that for breakfast sometimes. So that is something that is, uh, is, is, you know, very healthy. Smoothies are healthy to have in the morning, fruit smoothies. All right. So uh, I'll wait for people to ask me more specific questions, but, but this is an overall answer. Then, you know, uh, second question to answer that, how long? Uh, Gluten-free and casein-free diet. Okay. So gluten-free will be for a very long time, probably... Uh, until after puberty, okay? It, it would be safe, safe to be gluten-free until after puberty. It is, uh, it is a healthy option to teach your children, okay? Um, I started teaching my son, you know, he was always in, in the kitchen with me to uh, explain his diet to him. You know, when, when he started speaking in, uh, in, uh, very short phrases when he started, because in the beginning he had words, but they all came out wrong. So he, he stopped speaking. And then uh, when he started speaking after we treated the uh, pants and lime, uh, that's when he started speaking in short phrases. And uh, he, he would go to school and, and, you know, when someone would have a birthday um, and it's the usual, right? Pizza, cupcakes, juices. He would just say no no politely that, that, you know, this is not organic. It, it has lots of chemicals um, and I have allergies. So simple way to teach your child to avoid all those things is to just say that, no, thank you. I have allergies and I would always send a substitute. So this actually helped me a lot because I learned to bake and I'm actually, uh, you know, I was raised uh, vegan, right? You know, pure vegan, um, so I became vegan and gluten-free 
but I learned to cook all different kinds of meats for my son, like everything, you know, all because um, it we, we actually needed the extra protein for my son. So I, I became this, uh, this, this, you know, um, gourmet chef by accident because I, I had to come up with recipes, something that he would enjoy, something that, you know, he wouldn't break out into rashes. He used to get lots of, uh, lots of skin rashes um, after eating early on, you know, un until we slowly, um, I was able to come up with recipes that agreed with him. But gluten-free, um, you also teach them how to cook gluten-free, okay? Dairy-free not for very long, all right? So uh, depending on each case, uh, it is best to be cow dairy free, all right? Especially even if it's organic, uh, you know, if, if you're living in a country where A2, A2 cows or Guernsey cow milk or buffalo milk is available fresh, it would be best to still stay away from that for a good, I would say, until the child is about 10 years of age, right? But other kinds of dairy, and I will not speak camel milk because that is used in, in a medicinal fashion. So I will speak about goat milk and sheep milk, okay? Um, so goat and sheep milk can be started quite early on once the inflammation calms down and the dietary allergic reactions calm down, right? There are ways to start uh, introducing and not milk milk, milk products. The, the, the things to introduce very easily would be uh, hard cheeses, specific kinds of hard cheeses uh, and specifically made yogurt. So uh, I have been teaching parents as I feel that the, the child is ready to have that kind of yogurt or to have that kind of cheese um, as, as and when, you know, child is ready. And I'm hoping um, that, that, you know, I, I have Brian home for Christmas break. So um, I'm hoping he'll, he'll help me set up the camera in the kitchen because I'm, I'm not very tech savvy, but I'll, I'll be uh, sharing videos of how I manage right, all, all of his cooking. So I think, you know, seeing hands-on will be uh, very helpful. So yes, yogurt recipe, uh, how we make his homemade pizza. We just, you know, like I went GFCA for Brian when he was 18 months. And now he, uh, his, his birthday was uh, the day before yesterday. And he just became, uh, just became, we just added like specific Italian gluten. It is like specifically from Italy and, you know, uh, which, which has minimum reactions even for people with celiac. So there are options available, but we just started and, you know, thankfully he did okay with that, like without enzymes or anything, you know, he did okay. So I, I knew when to get started, like little by little, you know, we, so after God knows how many years, I guess 16 years, you know, he had um, um, a mini homemade pizza, like real pizza. I made pizza for him, which is, uh, which is completely grain-free, but, you know, he had the so-called real pizza <laughs> after so many years, but uh, yeah, it's so, it, it will happen but don't, uh, don't introduce gluten too early. It's not worth it, right? Because your child can end up with, 
with additional autoimmune problems or additional inflammation. Okay, good. Now, who's next? Thank you for joining part one of Autism Moms Roundtable on the BioNexus Health Podcast. Join us next week for part two. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.